Hi, I'm Dr. Lauren Hungler, naturopathic doctor and creator of the Healthy AF Mom Show, the show that helps tired millennial moms regain control of their energy, beat their bloat, get better disease, live life a little greener and a little cleaner, and understand their postpartum bods and more. In this week's episode, we're going to be chatting all about sugar. In this bite-sized episode, we're going to be talking about like why does sugar feel so addictive? Number two, we're going to be talking about seven reasons why you are craving sugar that have nothing to do with willpower. And number three is looking at simple strategies to increase your feel-good neurotransmitter dopamine. If you're loving this episode and digging the content, I invite you to come check out my 14-day body reboot, where we're looking at kicking cravings in just 14 days, even for busy working moms. Grab my code HEALTHYAF15, all caps, to grab 15% off my signature program. And before we dive into today's content, what I'd love for you to do is press subscribe in iTunes or Spotify. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to leave a review. So let's jump in. Have you ever noticed that like really intense pull towards maybe chocolate or candy? Maybe you've got a little bag of mini chocolate bars or a bag of mini eggs that are sitting in your cupboard and you're like, I'm just going to have one handful a day or just a few just to kind of like, you know, wet the whistle. And then every time you go through the kitchen, you grab another handful until you realize that, oh my gosh, that bag is gone. And then the guilt, the sadness, the like, you know, negative thought spiral all just feeds in. We're like, why don't I have enough willpower? Why am I always just self-sabotaging or grabbing the chocolate or grabbing the candy? Why can't I stop? I hear this statement from a lot of women where it's like, can you help me with my willpower? Can you help me stop the cravings and why I can't stop eating the sugar? And the big thing here that I always want to like stress to you is that there's nothing wrong with you. And yes, maybe willpower has a tinsy bit to do with it. I would also say that there are a lot of other factors that can be affecting your health that can impact your cravings and that like addiction to sugar or addiction to candy. A lot of the time I find women are like, they try and I call it the white knuckle experience where you like white knuckle it through the day, right? Where like, I'm not going to eat the thing. I'm not going to eat it. And it's constantly going over in your mind that you're not going to go to the cupboard. You're not going to go into the kitchen and eat that thing. The tricky part is here is that that is very willpower-based. That is very decision-based. And at some point in time, depending on how your day is gone, how intense the tantrums were in your house, the likelihood of you like caving in on that is very, very high because it's not rooted in anything, right? A lot of the time when we're having lots of sugar cravings and intense sugar cravings, there's other factors at play. So what we're going to chat about quickly today is looking at seven different reasons why you might be craving sugar that have nothing to do with your willpower. This has everything to do with your physiology, your biochemistry, your hormonal chaos that's going on. There's lots of different factors. And so I'm hoping that that gives you some hope, that gives you some realization that there are things that you can do. There are things that you can control and things where we can put in some strategies and input some... um, aspects for you where we can create that change to help to support you and get you to your goals. 
So when it comes to sugar, sugar can be like a really tricky beast because what can happen is that there can be a lot of um, underlying reasons about why we're craving it. And the thing with sugar is that we usually kind of need a bigger hit every time we have it. So you might have noticed where, you know, your one little two slices of chocolate would have sustained you and would have been enough. A lot of the times what happens, especially with sugar, is that we need a higher amount. You need a bigger dosage or a bigger volume to get the same feeling in the body. And And so a lot of the time, sugar can be very addictive. And so when we're trying to curb it, when we're trying to come off of it, it can be very, very challenging for you. So I want you to just acknowledge that it's not easy. It's not the super simple quick fix. Coming off sugar and coming off um, like an addiction or this like really strong, strong pull towards having it. Um, it's not all about it's not all about that aspect, right? We want to be really mindful that it's hard, it's challenging. Sugar does have a very addictive quality to it, and we see that in like functional MRI studies when we look at like little mice. We're like, oh, we give them sugar water, and then we look at their brains to see how it lights up, and it lights up the same way as when someone has a really intense addiction to like either um, a drug or to something else, and so your brain, your neurochemistry, your biochemistry is all functioning at this pace. And so putting in change does take time. It does take energy, but there are ways that we can support you to be successful at it. So when it comes to sugar and how we can help to support those cravings, there's going to be seven big categories that I look at for people. So number one, and I will scream this from the rooftops until I cannot, is that If you're having really intense cravings, um, especially mid-morning or mid-afternoon is when they really tend to come around for lots of people, um, is that you're not getting enough protein in your diet. Protein adequacy has to be number one on our list when we're talking about cravings. Making sure you're getting enough into your diet when it comes to your macronutrient status. So your macronutrients are going to be the three main things that we gather calories from in your diet. We can break them down into proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. And so protein and fat, both of them combined, help to slow the release of sugar out into the blood. And so when we have ample enough amounts of protein and fat within our diet, it can help to tamper those cravings because we're feeling fuller longer. We feel more satisfied. And so sometimes if we're craving a lot of sugar, the first step that we need to look at is looking at what does your diet look like? How are we eating? What are we eating? In what amounts are we eating them? Are you getting enough? And so that would be my first step is looking at your diet, trying to make sure you're getting protein and fat adequacy. Fiber fits into there too, to make sure you're getting enough to make you feel fuller longer. If you're going for the cravings, especially at 11 a.m. or two in the afternoon, this is the number one place to start. Number two is going to be looking at your sleep. And so what we know is that those individuals have poor quantity or poor quality sleep will have ramped up cravings for carbohydrates and sugar the next day. So if you're not getting good sleep, if the sleep just feels ineffective, if we're constantly waking feeling up really, feeling waking up feeling really tired, one of the things we need to understand is that that will amp up your cravings all day. You're going to crave all the sugar, all the carbs, all the things you can get your hands on when you've had poor quality sleep. So making sleep a priority can be a really important step when it comes to cravings. Again, has nothing to do with your willpower, has everything to do with your circadian rhythm and how we're supporting your good quality sleep. And you're always going to hear me talk about your stress or your HPA axis, your hypothalamic pituitary axis. So when we're in 
chronic states of stress, when we're kind of like really feeling amped up, when we're feeling overwhelmed, anxious, like we kind of have no control, your body's cravings are going to go through the roof, right? Part of your body's response and your physiology and your biochemistry and the hormone cascade that's happening in your body is that your body is like in fight or flight, right? Your body is in this state of like protection mode. It's in this state of it needs to be on point and focused at at the drop of a hat, right? And so when your body is in that state, it automatically thinks it needs lots of free sugars. It needs lots of um, sources of energy to like run away from a bear to like save the, you know, save the fortress, whatever, whatever the example wants to be, right? Your body physiologically thinks that it needs quick sugars. It needs quick energy. It needs these pieces to help support it to be in the appropriate state of responsiveness. What happens is that lots of us are just at our desks or in our life where we're kind of running on this like stress hormone cascade day in and day out. And so your body will just crave all all the carbs, all the sugar to help maintain it. And so again, it's not about your willpower. You've got a hormonal cascade that you can't override mentally. We have to support it physiologically. We have to bring you back down into a, into a nervous state that's more balanced. It's not that you don't have any stress. Um, that's not the point either. What we want to do is that stress is meant to be dynamic. We're meant to go in and out of these different types of nervous states. You can go into that sympathetic nervous state where we're like feeling focused, feeling on point, feeling primed. That's an okay state to be in. We just don't want to stay there. You want to be able to ebb and flow out of it and move into what's called our parasympathetic nervous state or our resting and our digesting. You want to move between these two nervous states in a more balanced, supportive way because when you just stay over in that sympathetic or that overdrive or fight or flight state, your hormones are going to be always working against you. And no matter how much willpower you have, you will be reaching for the carbohydrates. You'll be reaching for the quick sugars no matter what you do. So having this nervous system ebb and flow and this balanced state is really important when it comes to cravings. So number four is going to be looking at your insulin or your fasting insulin or your insulin sensitivity, your blood sugar metabolism, right? So what can happen over time is that if we've been, you know, dipping into the sugars and into the carbohydrates more frequently, more consistently. We've noticed we're starting to gain a little bit more weight centrally. We've been on this like stress overdrive and go, go, go experience. We haven't been um, managing our macros appropriately. Sometimes we can get a metabolism dysregulation where your body just isn't metabolizing sugars in the way that it should. And so what can happen over time is that when we have elevated fasting insulin, you can have elevated states of fasting blood sugar as well because your cells just stop responding to its sugar stimulus. And we've talked about this before, that like person that sends you the 40 different emails, that's kind of like insulin. It kind of keeps knocking at the cells being like, you guys want any sugar? Do you want any sugar? At some point, it's going to be like, Betty, that's enough of the emails. We want to be really mindful that your body is doing that too. And so we have this insensitivity of your cells where they kind of just stop listening. We can have higher amounts of sugar out into the blood, except the cell is kind of like still hungry. So it's still going to be sending signals to your body like, hey, let's eat more. Let's have more good stuff. Let's get it in here because I need support. We're having a miscommunication when it's coming to your metabolism and how your body is absorbing and metabolizing blood sugars and carbohydrates. So that is going to be a really important feature when it comes to like, why are you having cravings? 
That has nothing to do with willpower. Again, that has everything to do with physiology, biochemistry, and what's going on from a hormonal cascade. We need to make sure that we're supporting that appropriately. Number five that we're going to talk about um, is my place that I love to live as well is is making sure you're getting enough greens or getting enough fruits and veggies. Again, this kind of lends into our macronutrient about the like, what are you eating during the day? If we're getting enough fiber and making sure we're getting in that 30 grams of fiber a day is really important when it comes to supporting your body to reduce its intensity of cravings, making sure you feel fuller longer, giving your good microbiome all the prebiotics and the yumminess that it needs to succeed. All of those things are coming from fruits and vegetables. It's also going to be really important in our phytonutrients, making sure we have enough nutrients and enough minerals to support the body wholly so that we aren't having all these really intense cravings that are coming up for us. So making sure you're getting that vast array of fruits and veggies um, to make sure we're getting in lots of really good fiber because it's going to help you to feel fuller longer so that you're not having these really intense cravings. Number six, Obviously, we got to talk about water because where do we go where we don't talk about hydration? So when we're talking about hydration here, we have research to show that when people are dehydrated, they tend to have more cravings. They tend to crave more sugar. Um, So that is one part that we want to be really mindful of when it comes to like, are you having cravings? We need to triage through all of these key areas to be like, are, is it coming from here? Is it coming from here? Are you having enough water? Are you staying hydrated enough to keep your to keep your cravings at bay? Again, has nothing to do with willpower. It's all about your hydration status. And finally, we're going to go into number seven. And this is like our feel-good hormone where we're talking about dopamine. So what happens with sugar is that when you eat sugar, it's going to fire up your reward um, neurotransmitter dopamine. And dopamine is that reward. We feel really good. It's kind of like when you put something into your shopping cart and you press buy and you know it's coming to your door. That is a dopamine hit. Same with sometimes um, Netflix does this really well too, where it gives us these like little rewards um, where it gamifies things. Peloton does this too. Anytime where we're gamifying or like driving that really great dopamine reward hit, sugar does this really well. And so sometimes when we're seeking out sugar, we're actually seeking out dopamine. We're seeking out this like feel good neurotransmitter that we really want to incorporate. And so again, that doesn't really have to do anything about willpower and your ability to say no. It has everything to do with your capacity to like drive your feel good hormones. And what we need to do is maybe make a list of dopamine drivers for you that are healthy dopamine drivers, right? So what's your happy list? Is it having a tea quietly in the afternoon? We know that dopamine can be increased by physical activity, movement, and play. Is it adding in some physical exercise, right? That increases dopamine. We want to be really mindful of adding in maybe some meditation or journaling. Um, research has found that dopamine can increase by 50% when you're doing a meditation. So all of these really important areas, we can increase that like really good, feel-good hormone dopamine, but it doesn't have to be by sugar. We can do it in other ways. So having maybe an idea of like what makes you feel happy, what brings you that like feel good hit that you need. Maybe it's coloring. Maybe it's being creative and being artistic, right? All of these give us this like reward hit, but again, doesn't have to do with sugar. So those are going to be our big seven reasons about why you might be craving sugar that have nothing to do with your willpower, nothing to do with your ability to say no for the like eighth time that day or going through the kitchen. I want you going through your kitchen feeling hydrated, 
feeling well-nourished, feeling supported hormonally. All of these areas can help you diminish the intensity of those cravings. And the good part of that is that all seven of those things are totally in your control. And we can play with the strategy around how we implement them, how we support you to create that consistency within your day, because that's really what's going to drive it for you, um, is having kind of all seven of these partially hit on each day. So those were our big seven reasons why you're craving sugar that have nothing to do with willpower. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I love it because it really brings control and empowerment back to you and that your cravings don't drive you alone. And if you want to have more support or you're like, oh my gosh, yes, my cravings have gotten out of control. I don't know where to start. Um, I invite you to check out my Healthy AF 14-Day Body Reboot. That's what we really focus on in that 14-day program is helping to support you to get the cravings under control. We talk about getting nourished AF where we're looking at what are the macros, what are the foods we want to incorporate, how do we get more fiber into your day. We talk about sleep and its impact on your cravings, and we also talk about that stress connection too. So if you want to check it out, you can grab it in the show notes below. I invite you. It's a really awesome program that has like phenomenal feedback from all of um, from all of my clients and my patients that work with me. Until our next episode, I'll see you guys then. Yay, you made it to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love for you to hit that subscribe button and to leave a review. And if you felt inspired by anything you heard today, I'd love to share with you a few ways to get started to feel like a healthy AF mom. So in the show notes below, I've left links to some of my favorite challenges. There's a five-day slay all-day smoothie challenge, a get hella hydrated challenge, and a know your labs challenge. All amazing ways that you can get started to feel like your epic version of yourself today. I also have an awesome coupon code. It's HEALTHYAF15, all caps, and that's a 15% off discount to my 14-day body reboot. Again, it's linked in the show notes below. And finally, I love to get social. So if you wanted to follow me or leave me a comment or a review, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok at dr.lauren.nd. I'll see you there.